familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Have you ever wondered why breast milk is so special? Can breast milk be used for any other reason other than feeding the baby, like maybe fighting infections? Today, we're exploring the components of breast milk and the topical benefits. This is The Boob Group. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk. What's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva. Don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk never had to pump. Breast milk. All udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group because mothers know breast. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. The Boob Group is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for all things related to breastfeeding. I'm your host, Leilani Wild. I'm also an IBCLC and owner of Leilani's Lactation and Doula Services. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoy listening to our shows week after week, please tell another breastfeeding mama about us. You can also help other mamas discover us through iTunes by leaving us some honest feedback about the show. Search the Boob Group in iTunes and click on our podcast to rate us and leave a comment. Want to be part of the Boob Group? Here's Sunny to tell you how. Yes, so we would love our listeners to be part of the Boob Group. So there's a couple different ways you can do this. Um, You can submit for our segments. And um, we've got a couple different segments that we're always looking for listener responses for. And um, I'll just share a couple of those with you now. So we have a segment called Ask the Experts, where you guys can ask our IBCLCs your breastfeeding and pumping questions. We have a segment called Boob Oops, where you guys can share your funny breastfeeding and pumping mishaps. And um, let's see, another one. Oh, we're always looking for uh, story ideas, and uh, we'll be planning out our episode shortly for 2016. So um, if you guys want to submit for any of those, or if you guys want to send us ideas for topics for the future, we would love to hear from you. So you can go to our website at newmommymedia.com, go to the contact link section, and that way you can send us an email. Uh, But if you're sharing a story and you're like, hey, you know, I'd really like to share it myself as opposed to me or Leilani reading the story on your behalf, you can um, just call our voicemail at 619-866-4775 and share your story there. No one's going to pick up the phone, so you just leave a message and we'll go ahead and take that and we'll put it in a future episode. So let's meet the moms that are here with us today. Crystal, can you tell us about yourself? My name is Crystal Allen. I am 29. I'm a stay-at-home mom to five kids, four girls, and one boy. Um, They are 6, 5, 3, 17 months, and 6 weeks. No wonder you can't keep them straight. I don't think I'd be able to keep that straight either. (laughs) And Anna, can you tell us about yourself? Sure. Uh, Again, my name is Anna. I'm a local San Diegan. 
I'm 35 years old and just had my second child. My first is 22 months old, so almost two years old. And my youngest is five and a half weeks. Great. Breastfeeding both of them. <laughs> Wonderful. <coughs> Sound familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. All right, so before we start today's episode, we're going to talk about a headline that I saw and um, related to breastfeeding, related to stress. We recently released an episode about breastfeeding and stress. So the headline here is stress hormone cortisol found in mother's milk could affect social behavior of children after weaning. Okay, so you've heard of cortisol, uh, again, the stress hormone, um, and they're saying that basically it it can impact the social behavior of children long after they're weaned. And this is based on research carried out by the U.S. National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. And they tested the effects of cortisol levels of 26 female uh, monkeys— Reyes, Reyes monkeys? I don't know. I don't, I don't know my, my monkey population or species very well. Um, of these infant monkeys. And scientists found that the babies suckled on milk containing higher levels of cortisol appeared to be less impulsive at the age of six months. And I love how they tested this. They said the baby monkeys were tempted with marshmallows by the scientists to test their impulsivity. So I guess if you can resist the marshmallows, you pass the test. Oh, I don't. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love marshmallows. So I know. I mean, I don't want us to get all bent out of shape about this because moms have enough stuff to worry about besides, you know, how our. our children are going to be impacted after weaning just because we have some high stress levels or whatever. But just kind of wanted to get your guys' opinions. Um, I know it sounds a little funny, but this is a legit, you know, research um, that was carried out and they're, you know, trying to find out about stress. So Leilani, what are your initial thoughts? You know, I think that initially you want to think about how stress is in your life. And regardless, stress is not good for any of us, right? So hopefully what we can take from this is that we need to learn to relax as much as possible, enjoy the moment, and and, and worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Yeah. Michelle, any any thoughts based on this article? Well, I wonder if the lowered cortisol, if you have a more relaxed parent and we all know that breastfeeding is a relaxing act sometimes. Um, you know, you have those good hormones releasing. So maybe a more relaxed parent leads to a more relaxed child. Uh, my kids are actually pretty relaxed. Uh, breastfeeding was always um, a soothing thing for me. I mean, I had a couple issues here and there, but f- for the vast majority of, you know, breastfeeding all my children, it was a pretty relaxed um, experience for me. And I have a, I have a lot of people tell me that I – 
Um, not only are my children usually more relaxed, unless, you know, I just gave them a bunch of Halloween candy or something like that, um, <laughs> but but that I'm also a more relaxed parent. And I don't, I don't know if that has something to do with it or maybe that's just a personality trait, but that's kind of what I thought from this. I'm like, well, maybe there's, you know, I mean, I have stress in my life. We all have stress, you know, in our life, but maybe there's something to it. Yeah, so we'll put the link uh, to this article up on our website. Um, Actually, on Facebook, we'll do that because Facebook's a little bit better for discussion purposes. And you guys can check it out for yourself. See what you think about monkeys eating marshmallows. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today on The Boob Group, we're learning all about what's inside breast milk and how it can be used topically to help your entire family. Our expert is Michelle Stolberger, an IBCLC in the D.C. metro area. Thank you for joining us, Michelle. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Michelle, how many different animal species make milk specifically for their young? So all mammals produce milk for their young. And something that I find really fascinating is that the mammary glands were so important to species classification that literally the entire group is named that. So mammals, they're named after the mammary glands. They're named after, after their ability to make milk. Um, so even mammals that lay eggs will produce milk. What makes human milk, breast milk, so unique? Well, human milk is really unique because it's designed specifically for human babies. And I know that sounds like a really easy answer, but if you think about it, humans are the only species that drinks the milk from another species. So you don't see baby calves drinking goat's milk and you don't see baby goats drinking cow's milk. Um, so it's, it's really fascinating that, our, that humans are the only ones that do that. But our milk is designed specifically for human babies. Um, and more specifically, the composition of human milk is just very, very different from that of other animals. Um, the ratios of protein and carbohydrates And also, our milk contains antibodies that strengthen our immune system. So when you're exposed to viruses or other bacteria, it causes your body to produce specific antibodies for that. These antibodies are not found in animal milk. Well, and and that's super important to know for a lot of moms out there because I know in some situations, you know, we do have to use another mammal's milk, right? Mm -hmm. And... In in that case, you know, we have to think about how how is it different from, let's say, cow's milk, because that's usually where we're getting our other sources when we feed our babies. How different is it, our, our breast milk, compared to them? That's a really great question. Um, so one of the things is that our milk is much lower in protein, and it's higher in carbohydrates. And when you think about it, that can kind of explain why babies sometimes nurse so frequently We talk a lot about how breast milk is digested so quickly, um, and our protein content is much lower. These animals are designed to be a little more self-sufficient at an early age. So when a baby cow is born, you know, there's not quite as much coddling. That baby cow is born and up on its feet and ready to go, and they don't feed quite as often. 
Um, and you know, having the lower protein in, means that we need to feed a little bit more frequently. Um, the proteins in other animal milk are also not as digestible as breast milk proteins. Yeah. You know, I was aware of how unique our breast milk is. I, from my understanding, and I think I take this to heart is that when the baby latches onto the breast, there's a communication that happens and a communication, kind of the baby telling the body what it needs and the breast milk is going through constant changes to provide the baby what they need. And that's, that's an incredible thing to me and which I know can, cannot be done by any other source, definitely not cow's milk. So um, I think that uniqueness makes it incredible for, for the health of our babies. And, and you're right. Um, Michelle, can you explain a little bit more about what Anna is saying in regards to that? Anna, that's great. Um, that actually touches on exactly what I was thinking, that breast milk changes not only as the baby grows, but from feeding to feeding and even during a feeding. Um, so, you know, as, as most people know, the first milk that the baby gets is colostrum, which is much thicker, and it's really designed to coat the stomach, uh, act as a laxative. It has millions and just millions of white blood cells and antibodies. Um, it's really the perfect first food because baby stomachs are just super tiny, much smaller than we even think of. Um, and even in the beginning, the, the ratio of whey to casein, which is kind of the components of the breast milk, there's more whey, which uh, is present in the early days. It's much easier to digest for the baby. So, you know, like Anna said, our bodies are communicating with the baby. We are making it exactly what they need when they need it. Um, the mature milk that you would have, you know, once you're past those early days, that actually changes composition, like I said, from feeding to feeding. For example, when you are breastfeeding, towards the end, you have a higher fat content, which is sort of like the dessert milk. It's You, you start off with the, the lower fat milk, and then you kind of get to the full fat milk helps the baby feel full and kind of signals the end of that feeding. So breast milk absolutely is just a constantly changing thing. The composition of breast milk between women would never be the same. And even during time of day with the same woman, it would never be the same. You know, I often will tell my clients about the how the breast milk constantly changes and it's different. So in the beginning of a feed, it's kind of like low fat. So I always say it's like vegetables, eating your vegetables. And then the middle of the feed, it's like eating your steak and potatoes. And then at the end of the feed, it's like eating dessert. And so you get a full course meal and like, you know, other types of milk. So, you know, the, the longer that they can stay on them full the full feed that they get, then they get a full balanced meal. Michelle, I know you just answered how the breast milk changes from feed to feed, but how does it change as the baby grows? Really, it it doesn't change as much as you might think. Um, The volume stays pretty steady. And what would really be changing as the baby grows is just sort of in response to, I think, environmental factors. So the types of antibodies that are present are going to change you know, is there a cold going around? Um, you know, are, are people, what sort of germs is the baby being exposed to? I mentioned a little earlier that the whey and casein ratio, ratio will change. So you'll get a higher casein ratio later on. Um, it's a little, little bit more robust. Uh, the protein content goes up a little bit. 
Um, but once that mature milk comes in, it's really kind of a feeding to feeding change and not a huge overall change. Okay, great. Well, when we come back, we will talk about the topical benefits of breast milk and how we can treat infections with it. We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the show. We are here with Michelle and IBCLC from D.C. metro area. Michelle, how is it that breast milk can topically cure things like diaper rash or eczema? That's a great question. Um, We often say that breast milk has healing properties. And what that means is that the antibodies present in the milk are things like enzymes, um, immunoglobulins, and leukocytes. So white, it's sometimes called white blood. Um, The breast milk isn't just a cooling or soothing feeling. It's literally providing the healing needed. Anna, uh, have you ever used breast milk to cure a diaper rash? Not for diaper rash. No, I have used it for other topical things, but not for di- not for diaper rash. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Crystal? I have many times. Um, my son, who's now five, had uh, we used cloth diapers, and he had um, an allergic reaction to a certain uh, fabric that we were using, and so he developed this like really awful awful rash and we were kind of grasping at straws and didn't really know what to do and so I figured it couldn't hurt anything and it was literally the only thing that helped was mixing um, coconut oil with breast milk and then putting it in the fridge so it turned into a solid and then we would just put that on him every diaper change and it was the only thing I mean we tried prescription creams we tried every topical cream over the counter that they make (laughs) and it was we tried powders everything it was the only thing that cured like cleared it up and it was within hours it was amazing (laughs) yeah I've I've actually seen that and and you just mentioned earlier today before you even got on the show that you actually made a concoction for somebody else right (laughs) yes I had a friend calling me earlier that was in tears because her baby had a rash so bad and so I was like oh I'll just pump a little bit and put some with coconut oil and I mixed some tea tree oil too which is good for you know yeast because she thought it was yeast infection but um put that and gave it to her and she just texted me literally 10 minutes ago saying that it was already clearing up so (laughs) uh yeah so I have a question with regards to that so um one of my twins right now um I'm still breastfeeding my twins and they are almost two they'll be two uh next month and one of them keeps getting this horrible diaper rash and it's ongoing and once it clears up it comes back and we've just been doing the song and dance for at least three months now and so I haven't really done anything because because it keeps going away I really haven't you know called the pediatrician or done anything like that um but since I'm still breastfeeding them are they getting the same benefits you know through just the oral consumption of breast milk as they would if I topically did something as well it is different when you put it on topically right Michelle Absolutely. Um, just think about like putting Neosporin on a wound. You're you're applying that breast milk directly to the wound, and you're letting the, you know, antibodies inside the breast milk get onto that wound. 
Ah, so maybe mm-hmm. I need to do yeah. a little mixy mixy tonight. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I love the concoction with the coconut oil and tea tree. Oh, that's fantastic. Tea tree oil is definitely an antifungal, so I bet that feels great. Yeah, it works really well. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like if, if we tried just putting breast milk just by itself, but it would just turned into a mess. And so I kind of thought like, oh, we should mix it with something with coconut oil because it's um, helps solidify solid. it. Yeah. yeah, it solidifies it. So it really, really works well. Well, how do you know how much breast milk to put in versus other ingredients? Like, do we have any idea on from other parents? Like me, because I got to go home and do this now. <laughs> I'm going to be like, this is my first question. Now, how much breast milk? Michelle, any thoughts on that? You know, I'm not sure because I've never mixed it like that. But I would think that whatever amount would get it to that good pasty consistency um, has that been your experience mixing it with the coconut oil? Uh, yeah, I actually do an ounce and then it's I mix it in a little tub. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know exact amounts, but it's sure. probably like three to one. Okay. Well, that helps. So That's three helpful. parts breast milk. Yeah. No, three parts coconut oil. Three parts coconut ah, oil. Yeah. Because it, okay. if, if you put too much of the... It's too runny. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it won't solidify as much. Well, so. one thing about coconut oil that you probably know is that the minute it gets warm, it's, yes. it liquefies. Yeah. So, so I mix it while it's liquid, and then I put it in the fridge to solidify it, mm-hmm. and then but, I just use that. But know. then when you go to put it on topically, yeah. it starts to melt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So, I'm, I mean, the other... The other part of that is even if it did liquefy, you could just kind of pour it on right. too. I'm actually treating my granddaughter that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it does. It, it really works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Michelle, what other infections can breast milk help cure? Oh, lots of things. Um, I'm thinking specifically things like pink eye and even cracked nipples. We have a lot of moms that we recommend. We tell them hand express a little bit of milk under your nipples after a feeding And it absolutely helps with the healing. Um, You know, a lot of times when I was working in the hospital, we would tell moms on day one and day two, you know, just get a little colostrum on there. Um, The other major thing that breast milk is literally a medication, babies in the NICU. So premature infants in, you know, neonatal intensive care. There has been study after study that shows that breast milk is literally life-saving because it protects these newborns from something called neck, and that's necrotizing enterocolitis. Um, so a lot of NICU babies will get donor milk or, you know, that sort of thing because the doctors have seen it just is life-saving. You can see this effect kind of in um, communities with malnutrition as well. So communities where a lot of children might die of like gastrointestinal diseases, basically diarrhea, um, breast milk is just absolutely incredible in that case. And and why is that? How does that work? Can you explain that a little bit? You know, I, I wish I could explain it better and I need to go back to look at the studies, but I think it has to do with the fact that it has all the antibodies in it. Um, little premature babies are really at high risk for getting you know, all sorts of infections and breast milk has that protective quality to begin with. When you have something like formula, you know, artificial milk, you just, as we mentioned earlier in the show, there's no antibodies in that. There's no protective qualities to it. It's simply nutrition. Um, And that's why breast milk is so important because it's not just about the nutritive needs. It's not the protein and the carbohydrates. It's literally the antibodies that you're passing along. Um, I think that plays a huge role. 
You know, and also to add to that, I mean, to help under, help these moms understand, if you can provide your own breast milk, it is designed specifically for your baby. So your body knows your baby's premature. And so your body's making specific milk for that baby. So that actually helps coat um, and, and line the, the stomach for the baby. And exactly. I believe, mm-hmm, I believe that's why it works so much better to protect the baby from any illnesses. Even in the NICU all the way through, it's in it's breastfeeding life and, and beyond, right? Yes. Although interestingly, if you have a premature baby, you only make premature milk. I want to say it's for four weeks is, is no matter how early the baby is, I'd have to go look at the specific citation, but your body does switch over. Um, and the babies in the NICU, you know, donor milk works as well for things like, you know, with neck with the um, colitis uh, assisting with that. So breast milk really is, I mean, it's just an amazing, it's literally seen as a medication in that case. It does, definitely. So Anna, have you experienced um, using breast milk for any topical reasons with your babies? You know, I've used it on uh, my older daughter, I believe it just on cuts, believe it or not. You know, she's she's just south of two. She falls a lot. <laughs> And um, recently she had a, a pretty big gash that she had on her um, leg and I, you know, it was healing. It was healing just fine. But I decided to add some breast milk to it um, and it seemed like it healed so much faster once I added the, just add a little bit of topical breast milk. I haven't necessarily read any studies that say that, you know, it healed for those particular reasons, but um I do believe in the powers of breast milk, and so I've used it for that. How about you, Crystal? Any other things besides diaper rash? Um, I have used it on cuts and stuff, scrapes from my other kids. Um, I've also used it, um, I've pumped and given it to um, my five-year-old who had a really bad stomach ache, and I gave him a cup of it, and he drank it, and he actually said it made him feel better. I don't know if it actually had any (laughs) real thing to it, but I mean... I like once again I was grasping at straws <laughs> trying to figure something out because he had we ended up finding out he had an issue with his gallbladder but it helped his stomach ache that one time. <laughs> Michelle, have you heard them use it for like uh, cleaning their nose and stuff like that for nasal instead of using nasal sprays? Oh, I haven't, but I have a really stuffy 10-month-old, so <laughs> I may have to try that. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I have had some um, clients use that, and they, they seem to... I just use it. You yeah. did? I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been using it. She's a little... St- my kids are all sick right now, and she's stuffy, and so every before each feeding, I put some in her nose, and then I just... She usually sneezes, and then I wipe it away. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's great. Um, let's see. Uh, Michelle, can breast milk be used for other family members? I mean, maybe outside of your, your children? So that's a really great cultural question, in my opinion, because, of course, it would work from a strictly structural point of view. It would work exactly the same as it does with an infant. Um, and I bet other cultures wouldn't hesitate to squirt a little breast milk on pink eye. Um, but I just don't know... In the United States, I think we might be more, you know, likely to rely on antibiotics. But I'd be curious to hear what our panelists think um, about using it for other family members. I mean, I don't know if my husband would appreciate a squirt of breast milk in his eye, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) 
would you guys consider do you think that your parents or grandparents or or anyone that might consider taking your breast milk and using it for something um my mom actually has um for a pink eye she yeah she's really against using any kind of antibiotics and i kind of was taken aback when she asked me but um yeah she asked me to pump a little and give her some this was a few years ago and she said it worked really well awesome. <laughs> i was pretty surprised but yeah i mean just like my friend called me today i'm like i think i'm pretty known for this <laughs> my friends and family must think i'm crazy but <laughs> breast milk healer. they call me yeah <laughs> i think it's just because i've been breast breastfeeding or pregnant for 10 years <laughs> but yeah so but yeah my mom used it and she said it healed her within a like a day or so that's so. way faster than the medication yeah. that they give i've used it on all my kids for pink guys so okay before i've even gone to the doctor wonderful. for it so. breast milk's wonderful what about you anna would you consider using that um for other family members i have used it my husband's used it believe it or not so he um and it was it was quite a quite a hilarious scene as he was shaving cut himself and um he was saying how it was bothering him because it was a pretty noticeable cut and so let me apply some breast milk and he looked at me like no you're not going to apply breast milk on my <laughs> on my cut and and um I finally teased him into it and it healed so fast he was like okay make sure you put some aside for me because he <laughs> you know wonderful he really believes in it my my mother actually right now is, I'm glad you mentioned this has shingles um um and luckily in a very small area on her hand but I'm wondering if that might be a good option for her to to help her. You never know. Well, Chris, Crystal was just saying, yep. I've had, so I had shingles uh, two years ago. It was on my leg. And once again, <laughs> I tried putting breast milk on the rash and it made it feel so much better. It literally felt like a 500 pound man was stepping on my toes and lighting it on fire. And it totally just toned it down a lot, way better than any medicine they threw at me. <laughs> So that's awesome. So, so your your is it your mom? Is that what you said, or your mother in law? My mother, yes. Your my mom. mom, yes, my mom. So she's gonna be thrilled to hear about this. So you've got the medicine for her. <laughs> that's awesome. No kidding. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Michelle and Crystal and Anna, for sharing this important information about breast milk components. Boob Group Club members, our conversation will continue after the end of this show, as Michelle will talk about why she is so passionate about breast milk. And for more information about our Boob Group Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So here's a question for one of our experts. This is from Elizabeth Kiefner. I have a wonderful new baby boy. He is almost too good and already sleeps four to five hour stretches at night and he's only five weeks old. While it's wonderful that I can actually get some extra sleep, I'm worried about how this will affect my milk supply. I try to pump once a night, but I rarely get more than one or two ounces even though I am starting to feel engorged. So far, everything seems to be fine and he is gaining weight and growing like a champ. 
Also, he has a habit of nibbling. Our daytime nursing sessions only last a few minutes, and they might be as close as together as every 20 minutes. This has been happening since he was born. If the breast isn't fully drained, will that also affect my supply? Right now, I try to let him nurse several times on one side before switching. Then he is nursing for such short periods of time. I'd really appreciate your help. Thanks, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. My name is Andrea Blanco, and I'm an international board-certified lactation consultant out of South Florida. Um, Thank you so much for your question. Congratulations on your baby's birth. You sound absolutely in love. If you find your baby is going a longer stretch at night, then he will have to find a way to make up for it at other times during the day, which is probably what's going on. Being able to pump one to two ounces in between that stretch is not cause for concern alone as there are many factors that go into pumping and determining whether it's a good gauge for how much milk you're making in general. However, feeding every 20 minutes for short bursts may be his way of overcompensating for something else that might be going on, like something hindering his ability to transfer milk effectively. My first suggestion would be to spend a couple of days tracking his feeding patterns and diaper output so that you're able to see what is going on. If he's feeding more than 8 to 12 times a day and anything else about his behavior is worrying you, I feel like the best course of action would be to see an experienced uh, international board certified lactation consultant to help determine what is going on and whether it's just a variation of normal. Mamas like you are very good about knowing when something is off and I encourage you to listen to yourself on this. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms During Baby's First Year, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Infants and Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, your judgment-free breastfeeding resource. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health, or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.